Thank you. Very good singing. It's much better than my singing in the shower. Uh, a great deal better. It's great to preach to a captive audience. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. The Nicene Creed shall be read in unison, I hope, at my funeral. Otherwise, I will get up and say, read the Nicene Creed. As an army chaplain in Turkey, I took a detour one day. And went to the village of Iznik, I-Z-N-I-K, which is the old city of Nicaea. And I stood there and read the Nicene Creed. To my left was a, a mound, I'm assuming an archaeological mound of, a, of an old church. In front of me was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blue lake, much like the Sea of Galilee. And as I finished reading the Nicene Creed, the mosque, the minaret, shouted aloud with the call to prayer for that day. The Nicene Creed lives on in spite of many Voices that have been allowed in the history of our world. It is true. And thank you for reading it today. Listen to its words. In this scripture that was read all alone with Jesus. Let me try to be clear for those of you who are taking notes if you're not taking notes shame on you the sermon sentence is this being alone with Jesus is an ongoing spiritual event that we must have in order to be vibrant Christians being all alone with Jesus is an ongoing spiritual event that we all must have if we're going to be vibrant Christians. Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him up to a high mountain. And so we know that was just after Peter's marvelous confession. Who do men say I am? And it's just a little while later that after this great event, he chooses them specifically. He calls them specifically, go with me to this place. He called them. Now, bear with Cleaver just a while. If Jesus were to call this audience today, come with me to be alone up on a high mountain. Let's imagine there's a person named Peter here. Peter, come with me. Go with me to a place where we can be alone together. Well, Lord, you know, my wife, there's a big sale at Walmart. And I got to drive her over there. I can't go with you up on that high mountain to be alone with you. 
Perhaps there's someone here named James. James, come with me. Go with me up onto a high mountain to be alone with me. Well, Lord, you know, I've got a new Xbox. I've got a new Game Boy. And I've just got a new video game that I have been waiting to try out. I can't go with you to be alone with you up on a high mountain. John, go with me. John, go with me to be alone with me up on a high mountain. Well, Lord, Unlike the other two that you've asked to do, I've got something really important to do and I can't go with you. My favorite team is going to be on television and I need to watch them. Being all alone with Jesus is a very unusual event in the New Testament. It's only three times. Here in the verses we've read in Mark chapter 9 and then another time there was a little dead girl. Live people, Jesus. Live people, Peter, James, and John. Jairus and Miss Jairus went into the dead girl's room and they all walked out alive. Those men heard the words to Litha Coom and it stuck in their memory. They were all alone with Jesus. He invited them specifically to come In the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter, James, and John were there with Him, especially with Him as He prayed those last moment, last hour kind of time prayers. They saw Him sweating as He prayed. When have you broken out in a sweat when you prayed? Being alone with Jesus. Peter, James, and John on this event at the Transfiguration, at the raising of Jairus' daughter, and alone in the garden. Being all alone with Jesus, we experience supernatural things and we hear supernatural words. And most of us say, oh, if I were just alive in the days of the Old Testament or the New Testament, I, I could have seen some of this. Well, Jesus still calls people to come to be alone with Him. Are you ready to be all alone with Jesus? Pilate one time asked Jesus, as Pilate thought Jesus was (laughs) in his control, what is truth? And he asked it in a way that it really, that question desired no answer. And sometimes we In cynical prayer, say, oh God, here's my plan, now you need to get with it. And oh God, when you don't answer my prayer, I dismiss you. Much like Pilate dismissed Jesus. Those kinds of prayers come when you are alone with Jesus. Holy men of the Old Testament. Holy women of the Old Testament. And the New Testament took time to be all alone with Jesus. Transition sentence for those of you who are taking notes. 
The text today tells us that when we're all alone with Jesus, we see and hear, my goodness, not three things, but four things. I'm sorry, it's four things that we see and hear, not three. What are the things we see and hear when we're all alone with Jesus? The first thing is the brightness of Jesus Christ. He was transfigured before them. I don't know what that looked like. But the Bible, the New Testament describes it as his. He glowed through his clothes. It looked like his clothes were on fire with the very presence of God and that clothing could not contain that transfiguration and how He looked. Stephen's face looked like the face of an angel as he spoke to the Sanhedrin. Moses' face glowed so much that the children that were around him, those Jewish people, he had to put a, a, a veil over his face. It's not frighten them. Here, Peter, James, and John, because they were alone with Jesus, saw the brightness of Christ. And that brightness of His transfiguration, transformation. They were emblazoned themselves in the light of the presence of Jesus Christ. Wouldn't you want to be alone with Jesus to feel the light of Christ touching you? Engulfing you in a holy glow of the presence of Christ. Transition sentence. The text today tells us that when we're all alone with Jesus, we see and hear the second point, the benediction of the past. Wow. There's Moses. Wow. There's Elijah. How'd they know that? <laughs> I think they knew it beyond a shadow of a doubt. And it took their breath. And they heard. Jesus talking with Moses. And Elijah, wouldn't you love to hear that conversation? Wouldn't you love to hear that conversation? Jesus was talking with Moses and Elijah as you and I would talk to a friend. Jesus said before, Abraham was, I am. Jesus was talking to normal people of his sphere. He knew Moses. He knew Elijah. And these Peter, James, and John, they heard this convocation. Elijah, the preeminent prophet, man, zoomed up to heaven in a whirlwind and chariot of fire. He was talking to Jesus, Cleaver. He was talking to Jesus about his soon, soon leaving this planet. They were talking about that. 
Moses, the tallest man in the Pentateuch, talked about the Exodus. He was talking to Jesus about his soon, soon, soon Exodus. Being all alone with Jesus. Peter, James, and John up on a high mountain. Peter, James, and John. This kind of being alone with Jesus will provide us with some of those kinds of experiences where we commune with people like this. Transition sentence. The text today tells us when we're all alone with Jesus, we see and we hear the third thing, a broad cloud covering them. Moses said, let's go. And what a great man Moses must have been to get that many Jews to do one thing. <laughs> Jews are about like Baptists. I need an amen on that one. <laughs> if, if there's four Baptist families on a desert island, There'll be five Baptist churches. <laughs> what a great man he was. He got these people to do something together. And there was a, a cloud that led them. And when they got to the point of the Red Sea, that cloud stood behind them and protected them from Pharaoh's army. And that cloud led them on their way. Here, a cloud. I love the word enveloped from the word envelope. It enveloped them. That cloud covered them, overshadowed them. Whoever wrote Hebrews said this. There's a great cloud of witnesses all around us. A great cloud of witnesses. And he has told some of those people in the chapter preceding chapter 12. There's a whole cloud of witnesses saying to us, go on. Finish your course. The only cloud that surrounds us is the cloud of doom and gloom. The only cloud that surrounds us sometimes is the cloud of our own making of I can't and I have no way and I have no energy and I have no strength. But the cloud, if you're alone with Jesus, that envelops you is the cloud of that holy cloud that God puts in your life that says I will protect you and I will lead you. Transition sentence. The text today tells us that when we're all alone with Jesus, we will see and hear the fourth thing, the benevolent voice of God. This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. Listen. What great words for the 21st century. 
This is my son. I love him. Listen to him. Now, I am told that this camera is directly connected to CNN and Fox News, which is fake news. Okay. Let us listen to the words of the New York Times. Let us listen to the words of some far left curmudgeon. Let us listen to the words of some far right curmudgeon. Let us listen to the words of our television newscasters who interpret the events in the light of their own mind. Here is my son. I love him. Listen to him. What did Jesus say when he first came? Repent. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Listen to his words. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. We don't have to listen to the pop psychologist. We don't have to listen to those who are uh, life coaches. I, I love life coaches. Wow. It is to my dismay that I read the Clean Daily Herald daily. That's why it's the Clean Daily Herald, I guess. There was an ad in there for a life coach. Come to my, uh, come to my seminar. It's only you know thousand dollars, whatever it was, and I will coach you how to live your life. Here's my son. I love him. Listen to him. Do you hear the voice of God speaking to you as you have voluntarily, voluntarily come? To this seminary. To set your life apart. A time for study. God bless you. Stay the course. Stay the course. Stay the course. Do not leave here. Till you walk down the graduation aisle. Of BMA seminary. Do not do that until you walk. Down the graduation aisle. Can I get an amen on that one? Amen. Amen. Transition sentence to the conclusion. The text tells us today when we're alone with Jesus, we sense the very presence of God and hear the words of God himself. Verse 8 says, suddenly when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. What a great place to be. All alone with Jesus. When's the last time you were all alone with Jesus? When's the last time you were all alone with Jesus? When is the last time you were all alone with Jesus? Turn off your iPad. Unplug it. Take ten minutes away from your television. Cut your trip to the Walmart short. Take time to be all alone with you. Leave the conventional. Leave the mundane. Leave the everyday. Leave the ordinary. And come to the celestial time. Of being all alone with Jesus. 
Simon Peter in 2 Peter chapter 1 says something like this. We were with Him on the holy mountain. And we saw the glory of Christ. And we heard the voice from heaven. John tells us in his opening chapter. We beheld His glory. We beheld His glory. Being all alone with Jesus is an event that we must have. We must have each and every day in order to be vibrant Christians. Join me as we pray. Father, give us your heavenly benediction to be alone with you. Father, forgive us for saying no to that sacred time to devote to being alone with you. Receive the benediction. Will you stand, please?